It was actually fine. The, my only issue yesterday is that like I haven't – I didn't eat yet. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I need food. I'm like, hello, I need food. Like, please, can we go get food? And so I like – I probably had three or four like on an empty Years. stomach. But it's yeah. also not that. But I like – I felt kind of drunk. But then like we finally got food and then I just like was chugging water. Um. Yeah, I don't know. My body's pretty unpredictable. Some days I'm like a fucking champ, and then other days I I don't know. And then the I, other night I drank wine, but we went to trivia, and they were get like they were like those little like clear cups, you know? Yeah, like wine cups, stemless, and, stemless glass. Yeah, it was literally pl- like plat no plastic. We were in a oh. movie theater; <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it was plastic, but they were filling it to the brim. Oh, that's a lot. So, yeah, I don't know. I was like on one. I don't. Anyway, I need to. Did you just say you were on one? I don't know. I was just like, shit, I'm drunk. Oh, yeah, you were drunk. Um, When I was at a wedding pre-pandemic, I did Coronas the whole night. And that was good. Like, I feel like it's Coronas is like light enough where you're not going to I think we should bloated. go the champagne route. I would love to go the champagne Isn't that, route. Is that what you did at? The last Julie's. wedding, champagne. Oh, um, the wedding in June. I was kind of all over the place. That was. I did a lot of like seltzers throughout the day, then some champagne. I was drinking heavily that day, but it was like you like a steady drunk all the way up until the end when I was just tired. I never got like too too wasted, which is That's great. Good. Yeah, I think definitely my drink of choice this summer is a great high noon, like a couple high noons. I, I just feel yep. so light on those and they taste good and they're just like, they're great all around. And then champagne is always amazing. I have been wanting a little cosmopolitan, but maybe we'll get that at the cocktail hour on Saturday. Little, little bit of spice. I want to, um, I don't know. Cocktail hour is at a brewery. I don't think you're getting a cosmopolitan. <laughs> what is with Pittsburgh and the fucking breweries? Why does every single thing in Western Pennsylvania have to be a brewery? Like I would want my pre-cocktail to be at the fucking ritz carlton like i, I want it wanna... to be glitzy glam yeah yes or um, like have it outdoors and just have like a bar like i don't i don't want like a fucking stout you know what i mean I, like <laughs> i want to i'm gonna get a guinness and you know those places have like these huge lists of all these beers and then last, you sit there and it's like oh we were we went to industry last night to get food and I was like, oh, I guess I'll get a beer. And so the beer, we had to like go over and they had screens like over the bar. It oh, was a full no. And then it kept rotating like a PowerPoint. <gasps> oh, I, stood, I stood there for like 10 minutes. Like, like, uh, <laughs> like uh, and then I asked them, like, do you guys have any sours? Because that's all I like. And they said no. So I'm like, oh, oh I don't want and any of these. Heaven fucking forbid you ask a question. Those places yeah. are so fucking judgmental. Those people in breweries think that they're like these hipsters and then saving I was like, the planet. Oh, it's like you're Do you mean. have anything like light and like a little bit fruity? And this girl goes, We have icy light mango. I'm like, I'm okay. Like, I don't want an icy light mango. That's disgusting. Is that an icy light seltzer? No, I think it's like mango flavored beer. Or what is the know. point I of was that? Just, I was just not like in the mood for that i'm looking at this place oh my gosh yeah we're literally gonna be sipping oh they have a seltzer 
Personal they better day, just have seltzer. just open some champagne. That's all I'm saying. It's a celebration. Let's open some champagne. Let's do it. We can bring our own. Anyway, this is I always to, the perpetual I issue. I need to get us some high noons. We can tomorrow. do it. We got it. We got time. We'll do it. We can go to our favorite place and get white claw surges. Beer nuts. Zappos. Zappos. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I don't think I told you much about uh, my weekend in Chicago with our best listener, Bean. Bean literally listened to the last episode like immediately after it was put up and commented on it. Um, and anyway, so we went to this sports bar. And first of all, the day we started the day off with like some um, seltzers around like noon. So that's like when we got started. And then we went to lunch and we had some drinks. And then Bean was like, okay, we're going to get ready to go out for the whole night. It was literally 5 p.m. I was oh, like, shit. So you're like, we're going, we need to, yeah. I was like, can I have like three episodes of Sex and the City first? And I was granted Jeez. that. Oh. So I got three episodes because we had to shower and stuff. Anyway, we go out at like 6 p.m. I'm like five beers deep. And I'm just like, we had just watched Sex and the City. I'm just like thinking about Cosmopolitans. We go to this dive bar, like arcade bar thing. And Bean's like, I'll have a vodka tonic. And he like had like a million vodka tonics that night. And I was like, I'll have a Cosmopolitan. And the guy like looked at me and then made it. And Bean was like, no, this is a dive bar. You don't order Cosmopolitans. And I was like, it's a bar. Like you have vodka. It's like you're asking for some weird like – you know, super fancy cocktail. Like they have cranberry juice and vodka. Right. And so for the rest of the the rest of the time we were there, I had the um, cosmopolitan glass, like, you know, the martini glass, and I would get high noons and pour it into the cosmopolitan glass. So I was like carrying around this cosmopolitan glass. You're so annoying. (laughs) (laughs) And Bean and I had watched the episode where, Samantha makes a friend with that lady from Texas and she gives a blowjob under the table and she goes, Carol Ann, you can forget about Samba. And so Bean and I kept going to people and be like, you can forget about Samba. <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck are you saying? Uh, most It was a gay bar. So most of them oh yeah, they got, got it. it. <laughs> you were in the right demographic. <laughs> yeah. And th- that was the place where they, I convinced these people to play 1989 on the touch tunes. Amazing. Oh, nice. Good call, you know good what though? Call. Everybody, all the Swifties that I know, their favorite is Reputation. You included. Yep, hundred percent. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just not. I'm not a Reputation person. I think it's because you were like not here for the Reputation era, like the era. Yeah, you you missed you just, the era. You just didn't experience it. I, I just got all the songs you... via WhatsApp, like literally recorded. I literally recorded. <laughs> <laughs> Like this is important. It oh was important. God. It was nice to hear him. I wouldn't ever go like, oh, I'm gonna go listen to Reputation just like for fun. That's if, like, like look always what you like the mood. On. It's like if I'm in like a mood, I'm like I want to. Or I like to work out to Reputation too. It's good, like because yeah. baby, yep. now we got bad blood. That's on 1989. Uh, yeah. See, I don't even know. Oh, great. It's looking like we will be flying to Myrtle Beach on Monday. Amazing. Great. It's literally been oh, how the tides, How the yeah. tides turn. Amazing. I'm sure it'll change tomorrow again. Um. Okay. Anything else for our pre-show banter we want to add here? We're going to get drunk this weekend. 
I might have a high noon right now. I barely am going out tonight. Oh my gosh, I eat. Oh, actually with Kylan. Oh, that's good. We're going to go to the... Going out tonight. <laughs> it's like you're being dragged. Drag me to hell. Well, I was sort of planning to have a night in by myself tonight. Yeah, that would have been nice, huh? Um, Haven't had one of those in a while, which is fine. But I was just... I need it, which I should probably communicate a little bit more that I need that. Yeah. Well, at least I won't be around tomorrow until like the evening, probably. So at least you'll have most of the day to chill. Yeah, we'll see. Unless you're going to do yard sales or something with your parents, Harmerville. Not seeing get a new bike weekend. Oh, sad. Why? Oh, it's just sad. (laughs) (laughs) We'll all be fine. (laughs) Um, I and you don't even have anything to. Do you have anything to present for the recommendation section? Uh, nope. Okay, I have a few things. Number one. I'll think loot, about it while you're... Yeah. Loot on Apple TV is over, actually. I didn't think... They didn't really, like, advertise it very well that this that was going to be the last episode. It wasn't that big of, like, a season finale. But it, it's only 10 episodes. It's pretty short. Um, so you can, like, the episodes are pretty short. And there's a few good um, comedians in it. My Rudolph is amazing. Um, but it kind of ends on a cliffhanger as always, so it'll be back. And then, um, I watched five days of Memorial episode five and I, I actually read an article that was like, how could you, um, like tell somebody to watch this because it's so heartbreaking. Um, I, are you listening? There's a, there's this scene and it's like very real. This is like a little bit of a spoiler, but it's all based on a true story. So you could just look up what happened in Katrina. But anyway, all of the, all of the hospital workers and people staying there had all their pets there and the rescue workers, like there wasn't enough space for any of the pets. So they literally like euthanized all of them. And there's this scene where the guy like does it. And there's like all these dead pets around and it's like very jarring and i get like that's literally what happened so you know they're just trying to be accurate with the times but it was very like that's gonna stick with me for a while so that was a little bit rough but the whole situation is rough and honestly this like um what is it mississippi jackson mississippi not having any water like it's feeling very much katrina like the south it's just so is annoying. There, is their infrastructure just so behind? Mm-hmm. They th- apparently two years ago they got like a warning that this was gonna like their water water filtration system was like crashing. They didn't do anything, didn't do anything, didn't do anything, and now they literally have no water for this foreseeable future. And it's like Kev, can you, you had continue for a sec. I'm gonna I need to take a phone call real quick. I apologize. Oh sure. I I've already I'm been going at it anyway. Here we go, the Kevin podcast. <laughs> Um, so anyway, so, you know, it's really sad and you're seeing like the abuses of power because, um, the Mississippi governor and I think the mayor of Mississippi has like a water truck outside his house. And then, you know, the regular people are trying to get water from bottled water from like bottled water from Walmart. It's like that 30 rock episode where Jenna Maroney tries to get rid of her southern accent (laughs) um 
anyway, it's feeling, and Katrina was almost 20 years ago. It was in 2004. And so it feels like we should really have had the infrastructure in the South built up. But the people in the South are just like literally so busy trying to take away a women's right to choose and like getting trans kids out of sports that they forget about drinking water. And it's just like, this is a very privileged thing for me to say, but I don't understand why anyone would live in the South, like Alabama, Texas, Louisiana, Georgia. There's like, you know, your rights are being taken away. Your leadership doesn't care about you because it's all Republican. And, you know, a lot of the people don't have the financial stability to move out of those areas. And a lot of them are people of color. And so it's, and that's exactly what happened in Katrina, right? All the white people got out and they evacuated all the white hospitals and stuff, but the hospitals with the people of color, like, were left behind. So this, and this, um, this show really shows how there's a black doctor in it too. And, um, nobody listens to him and he was like really against the euthanizing because they euthanize patients. And um, he was really against that and trying to advocate and stuff, but he was just like shut down. So, you know, it's not a great uplifting story, five days of Memorial, but it's true. It's more of a documentary type situation. Um, And I think there's going to be a few more episodes. Uh, In addition, I watched the second episode of house of the dragon and it was very good. This is gearing up to be a great season for House of the Dragon. It's a little, you know, it's different than Game of Thrones because we already know what's going to happen at the end. Um, so it's kind of like, mm, this kind of sucks because you're rooting for somebody, but you know what happens in the end. But I guess, you know, it's complicated because they do win. I got all the down low from my friend, Dr. Bean. Um, and it's cool to see the dragons. The dragon aspect is very cool. Um so that and then September 3rd, I think is tomorrow or maybe it's today. The new Lord of the Rings show comes out on Amazon Prime. So definitely going to tune into that. Um, I've been seeing a lot on social media about a movie called Practical Magic. It's with Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman. And I watched it when I was little because I love everything magic. However, um, it never really resonated with me as a kid because they don't do too, too much magic. That's like kind of the point. Sandra Bullock like hates her magical abilities and um, it's more like a rom-com. So it's definitely going to get you into the, into the fall mood. I had like a little tear in my eye at the end when she says like fall in love when you can, and then they fly off the, off the roof. But really I don't understand like, you know, we can get a reboot of Hocus Pocus, which is amazing and going to be amazing. And they released a poster for that this week. But we can't like get a sequel to Practical Magic with Nicole Kidman and Sandra Bullock. It's just like, what's going on in Hollywood? Like, we really need to get our priorities straight here. I don't need another freaking Marvel series or Marvel movie. I would really like Practical Magic too. You know, when Nicole Kidman and the aunt, uh, Nicole Kidman and Sandra Bullock are the old ants and they like have to take care of somebody. Like, whoever in Hollywood needs me to pitch that for them, I'm happy to do so. Um, I'll write the script. I'll do the magic, anything you want from me. So in that vein, you know, um, they did that charmed reboot and had had a few seasons. And I think that we should bring back the OG charmed. We got, we can get rid of Rose McGowan because she was kind of crazy and Shannon Doherty. I'm not sure about cause she has cancer. Alyssa Milano's good. And, um, Holly Marie Combs is also good. So let's get that going as well. I mean, we really need to capitalize on the fall situation. It's already September. People are already thinking about witches and witchcraft and Halloween. So, wow. 
If those of you listening at home don't realize how much of a one-man podcast this has become, because somebody is getting wrapped up, Carrie Bradshaw, in her in her relationship, and I'm literally Miranda saying, what about you? What? When did we forget what we wanted? You know, when did it just become about men? And that's a great segue because we are going to be talking about men today. Men, masculinity, what their role is in in pop culture and um and in like 2022 in general you know like what is the use of a man and i say that as a man but you know i really think that we are the inferior sex at this point um so we're going to get into a few things that have happened recently with men and their toxicity toxic masculinity we're going to start with of course mr west himself um kanye sorry i'm back Okay, great. Thank can you. Can you hear I, me? <laughs> yes, I sure can. Um, Kanye West, because he returned to Instagram with some family drama last night, yesterday rather. Kanye West returned to Instagram and had some things to say about his family. West said that um, he was going to be back. He was going to be the one to decide where his four kids go to school. I'm the kid's father. Hollywood is a giant brothel pornography destroyed by a family. I deal with the addiction. Instagram promotes it. Not going to let that happen to Northy and Chicago. It's like, there's a lot of things, you know, happening here. I'm sending you a FaceTime here. I, I got it. Thanks, Go. You want to mute yourself? Yeah, there we go. Great. Yeah. Okay. We're back, folks. Sorry. I got again. Okay. West also posted a screenshot of a text uh, from his ex-wife, Kim Kardashian, where she wrote, can you please stop? West replied, no, we need to talk in person. And it's like, why is Kim texting him? You know, like she knows this has happened multiple times before where he's posted um, off the wall shit. <laughs> well, he's posted her texts. And so if I were her, I would do, all do it all communication by phone call. By phone yeah. call. And then the only thing he can have is like the phone call receipt, but like he won't have anything to post. So he shared a screenshot of a purported text message from his former mother-in-law, Chris Jenner, in which she asked her daughter to have West stop the public exchange. And this one actually pissed me off. Tell him to stop mentioning my name. The screenshot of Jenner's purported message yeah. read. And purported being like, who knows if that's actually what it was or if he's literally sending a text to himself. Like, who knows at this point? But it literally said, like, I'm old. I'm 67 years old. Like, I can't be... I, this is literally causing me physical pain that you're like bringing all this stuff on Instagram. West also asked Travis Scott and Tristan Thompson, the father of Kylie Jenner and Khloe Kardashian's children respectively to side with him writing quote, we in this together to the two men Kardashian filed for divorce from West in February, 2021. They share four children. So this is nothing new. You know, we've de- dealt with this before and you know, maybe this is good for the Kardashian season two. Um, but, you know, it's just sad. And when in North is already like old enough to be on social media herself. And so it's like she's going to see her dad kind of going off the rails like this and talking about her and talking about pornography and Instagram and stuff. And like, where did that it's even just very go? inappropriate. It's just it's inappropriate. The whole thing and the whole like firm donor thing. It is hard. I mean, we've talked before about, you know, just 
how how you would like raise kids when you're that famous. It's like, do you do you put them in the spotlight? Do you not? Like, do you let them? But they're gonna know regardless, like of whether or well, not they're in the spotlight. They're gonna and I always have some think idea that, of what's going on. I always think the women have done a great job. You know, they they have those joint TikTok accounts. They post, you know, pictures of their kids. I'm sure their kids see it. Like, I think that they're all aware of the um, reality of social media and how like that's a big part of their lives and their job. So it's going to, and people want to see the kids. I actually would love, I, if you want to pull up the next article with Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet, yeah. Because he's talking about like, he thinks that societal collapse is coming because of social media. And you know, I think that we're definitely in a different time than we were 10 years ago and a different time than we were 20 years ago. I don't necessarily think that the mental health crisis is due to social media. I think that we have an uptick in folks seeking mental health resources because it was never okay to seek mental health help before. Like it, when we were in high school. Now there's just like more awareness of like, yeah. oh, this is a thing that you can do and these are the resources. Like nobody when, when was we doing were in high that school, in school. Right. Yeah. 10 years ago. Like nobody was like, was if like you were oh, doing you that, Like go. if you were talking to like a guidance counselor, it's like that's mm. something – like you're weird. Like you're literally – You're suicidal. Yeah. Like, like God, yeah, I saw, people. Like that's who I, I would think like was in therapy. Their yeah. Ass. yeah. Like it was so taboo even 10 years ago. And so – I think it's just with anything, like you have more people seeking mental health, you know, resources and help. So it looks like it's this like catastrophe. Like I think absolutely we need more uh, providers for adolescent mental health just because we've never had that need before. You know, that's right. never like been a necessary. You, my high school was literally how many people? 2000 people. And there were two guidance counselors. Like where were kids supposed to go to talk about like anything? I don't know. They just I only didn't. went to my guidance counselors to like tell me how to apply to school and they were useless. Yeah. So I figured it out myself. Like Exactly. But here's the thing. Even today, if you told your parents like I'm gonna be in therapy, they would have they would be judgmental about it in some in some oh, way, shape, or form. For sure. Yeah. For sure. And so kids like Gen Z just like doesn't give a shit. So I don't necessarily I actually think that social media has helped us connect with people that you wouldn't have connected with before and like find your community. Like your TikTok is so curated to like what you think and what you feel and the people around you that like I've seen, I've felt more like uh, seen on TikTok than ever before. There's things on there that are literally scary. Like oh, it's how terrifying. similar it is to Although like. Although my whole you. feed right now is all Taylor Swift theory, like stupid midnights theories. It's like, oh, the I'm, colors are the same I'm as into the that clock. Too. Yeah. No, it's all, it's literally every other one. If there if there's <laughs> yeah. one reason for societal collapse, it's gonna be Taylor Allison Swift. Allison Swift. Yeah. <laughs> if she tweeted like let's bomb like Russia, like I think literally people would fly over there and like do something. Like do it to yeah, that's how crazy her fans are. So okay, any, do you want anything to get else to say about Kanye? I don't I mean, this just we sort of expect this to happen every once in a while. He just like goes off the rails and posts shit and then it's all deleted. Like it's all gone. I feel like he actually lasted a long while without doing something like this. Yeah, it has been a while. Like you wonder if he wasn't allowed to go on. You wonder what like sets him off, you know? Right. 
it's always something with the kids and their school or something like that's definitely come up before like this is my kids well, it's school like, like kids in your, like let's not post where your kids go to school like that's not no. the it's not the solution like don't you want to give them a semi normal life where they don't have paparazzi showing up at their school like that's not cool so do you think they have like a custody <laughs> agreement set up like I'm guessing Kim I is the one who so. picks the school and, you know, she probably has like oh, I'm, primary I'm custody. sure she, I'm sure Chris Jenner, like they have the best lawyers in the country. Like they're right. going to make sure she gets what she wants for the kids. Well, and they're so close to their cousins. Like I'm sure they want to all kind of go together and stuff. Like, so I, I just don't like let Kim handle that and try and be the best father you can. But like, don't yep. be mad at her for picking one school or the other. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I don't really have much else to say. He's just a fucking idiot. You know, I, I saw a TikTok today that somebody was saying they think that the Kardashians went to streaming too late. And I just, like, didn't really agree with that. Like, I actually think that they ended their cable show, like, gracefully. That was pretty good timing. And then they, yeah, got into, like, Hulu and Disney+, Plus, which is, like, a huge provider now. So it's like, I don't, people will always come up with criticisms, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think it's too late. I think Maybe that if they're... it came out next year, that would be a little late. Or so, I think I don't may know. maybe what they're saying is like in September, there's going to be so much content and they might get lost in the shuffle, which might be true, but it won't get lost in the shuffle they for have me, the that's same, for sure. The same people that were watching it before are watching it now. Like, I don't mm -hmm. think there's much of a shift in the fan. Honestly, I mean, I think it's gotten better. Like, I think they've gotten more oh, I, exposure mean, with yeah. the first season than they had. Like, they're, they're getting more people to watch it on Hulu than they were on cable TV, you know? Well, and that's what kind of what we were saying with the MTV awards. It's like, who has MTV? Nobody's watching. I mean, I'm the idiot who pays how much money every month for cable, <laughs> so I could watch it. But like, how often do I do the that? Red carpet. Like well, for you the literally watch for award shows. The four exclusively red carpets and award shows, or like the Met. I watch the Met Gala. Like, that's and you it. literally like fall asleep. Like it's you're not and even. And I fall like, asleep. It's so boring. It's actually boring. Like I'll watch like the big things. You know. <laughs> I don't know. It's not anyway. So I need to. So what does Mister Chalamet need have to say? What's let's because I feel like Timothy Chalamet is like kind of in the Harry Styles category of like he's loved by like gay people and women. He's just like a little like feminine kind stuff. of androgynous. So let's see what he has to say. Androgynous, yeah. Okay, so is Timothy Chalamet's humble opinion social media oh in Timothy Chalamet's humble opinion social media okay, is contributing Leah. to societal collapse. <laughs> I love that that's happening this week too. It's just good thing. Don't happen. rain on my parade. <laughs> she starts next week, doesn't she? Oh shit, yeah. Um the Big bones pressure. and all. I feel bad. I'm going to miss Julie Benko. Who? I always get her I always get her TikTok. She seems nice. If you're on TikTok every day, you better you better spend that time going to voice lessons in my opinion. <laughs> okay. So, Dune Part 2 might not come out for a while, but Timothy Chalamet Dude. is already stepping back into the role of prophetic Paul Atreides, Atreides, with his new look into the social media ruined future. 
During a press conference at the 2022 Venice Film Festival, the Bones and All star criticized the modern state of social media and its consequences on young people. In the upcoming film, Chalamet plays one half of a young cannibal couple during 1980s America in his second collaboration with director Luca something since 2017's Call Me By Your Name. To be young now and to be young whenever, I can only speak for my generation, is to be intensely judged. I can't imagine what it is to grow up with the onslaught of social media, and it was a relief to play characters who are wrestling with an internal dilemma absent the ability to go on Reddit or Twitter or Instagram, TikTok, etc., and figure out where they fit in. The Academy Award-nominated actor went on to clarify his statement saying, I'm not casting judgment. You can find your tribe there. However, Chalamet dived deeper into his morose view of social media adding, I, th- I think it's hard to be alive now. I think societal collapse is in the air. That's why hopefully this movie will matter. Um, About cannibals? I don't know. Oh, I forgot he's playing Willy Wonka. Wonka. Oh, yeah. Willy Wonka. Um, Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. Um, I'm seeing if there's anything else he actually... Now they're just talking about the movie. That was stupid. I, like, I don't understand. The only thing is. that matters at the Venice Film Festival is Hillary Rodham Clinton walking the red carpet. Thanks and good 1,000%. Can you so imagine? So he's saying, like, like, it's hard to be alive these days? I don't... Like, maybe, I guess. Like... It's I like, don't think it was any better social media is, years ago. Social, of all of all things going on right now, social media is not going to be the cause of societal collapse. It's literally going to be a flood, like oh, Noah's fucking. Social arc. media, social media, like emphasize, like it makes things worse. I guess with <laughs> things going on. What do you mean? Well, it's. I mean, social media is a very big part of like big events that go on so it's like Mm -hmm. we're just like hyper aware of things big things that are happening because social media like throws it in your face but i don't think that's making it it's the thing that's happening itself like this Mm. world is trash so it's Mm -mm. separating the events Mm, from seeing it on social media Mm, yes yeah Mm, i don't know i just i don't I don't get I just I don't think that social media itself is the downfall. Well, did you see any of Biden's speech last night? No. What did he talk about? I I don't really know. I guess it was like <laughs> um sorry, this dog is so thirsty. Um I guess it was like <laughs> I know. Um I guess it was like oh there we go. I had a teeny bit of rosé left that I put into my high noon. Whoa, nice mixologist, Sir Mixalot. So um, a cocktail. He like basically was like MAGA Republicans are going to be the downfall of democracy. I don't really know like where it came from. It was it seems kind of like random to me. Like, yeah, that's true. Um it was just like very uh it seemed like he was campaigning again is what I would I yeah. was like gaining from that. Um, but like, basically sorry, he was saying that like we don't want you to campaign again but it was basically <laughs> like people who deny elections are going to be the downfall of democracy which is so right that's like literally the definition of the downfall of democracy is if you don't believe in elections mm-hmm. and i was kind of like i don't know is that like is that dramatic but then this woman val arkush who she's the commissioner for the pennsylvania department of health and she was also running for senate 
early on. Of course, she got out way early because Pennsylvania literally hates women. Um, but she tweeted that she sat through a hearing all morning of anti-vaxxers and de- election deniers. And then in at night, she got to hear Biden. So like, th- I think there are pockets of social media that are just literally like crazy people, like literal anti-vaxxers, like people who don't think the 2020 election, like it's literally 2022, folks. I think it's we gotta get over very that. like, I feel like within the political realm, we've never dealt with such extremes. Yeah. On either. And that's what's. Well, maybe we just haven't like seen them. You know, they've been there, but they've been in weird basements. They they haven't. They haven't had the opportunity to like make themselves known. Comment on (laughs) TikTok. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, at first I was like, I don't think this speech is necessary. And then of course, Hillary Clinton today said this is one of the best speeches she's, she's seen by president. So I believe her must've been amazing. I think it's, I'm literally going to download, I'm going to watch it every day. It's a masterclass. Well, and of course, Fox News, they're pissed. You know why they're pissed about it? They don't care about any of the content. Apparently, there were two Marines standing behind him, Hmm. and they're mad about that. What is, for what reason? I don't, I don't know. I think I read an article and I still don't understand what the Marines behind president. Okay, let's see here. Joe Biden. CNN anchor hits Biden for having Marines behind him an anti-MAGA speech. Military is supposed to be apolitical. CNN anchor. Da, 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 da. So the, okay, nothing. Nothing is apolitical. He's the pre, He's like a Democrat. Like, okay. That's one thing that's allowed to be political. Standing behind him in silence were two Marines who were silhouetted by blood red light that bounced off the monumental building. A liberal co-host said. Whatever you think of this speech, the military is supposed to be apo- oh, apolitical. Oh my god, I hate when there's videos that play on these articles, and I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> I start hearing these random noises. I know. Um, positioning Marines in uniform behind President Biden for a political speech flies in the face of that. It's wrong when Democrats do it. It's wrong with when Republicans do it. I thought... On federal land flanked by U.S. Marines, President Biden ramps up his argument against political opposition, warning the perils of Trump-inspired politics. Yeah, I don't really... I don't really get it. Thanks. Thanks, though, Republicans. But that kind of, you know, it buys into the fact that that's what they're mad about in the whole speech, not the election denying or anything else. It's literally they're mad about two Marines. Who cares? Men suck. Well, that All goes right, so who's along just great with our the topic of our show I today? Know. Let's go on to Leonardo DiCaprio, shall we? Yes. So I like I was telling you when we were talking, or like I was never super aware of like his dating life. Like it's weird. Yeah. We were talking about it last night, and like he at one point was like forty seven or something, and was dating someone who was like in their twenties. Like it's it's strange. I'm gonna. So, have you not seen this chart? I'm gonna it. send you this chart. Ah, uh, maybe. It like really explains his um. His age keeps going up, and then it shows his his girlfriends go up, and then he gets a new one up, and then he gets a new one up, and then he gets a new one up, and then he gets a new one. So the most recent yeah, one was, a... she turned 26, and he literally broke up with her, and he's what, probably like 50 by now. Yep. 
And here's the thing, folks. Leonardo DiCaprio, he could get it 20 years ago. He looked good, liked the weird like voice he had going on. Shutter Island, okay, fine. But um, if you saw him in that most recent movie, remember that one with Jennifer Lawrence about the and the climate situation? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yep. is he ugly. Yep. He is literally like his face is puffy. He's puffy. Like, I don't get what these young, I guess they just want money. It's, I think I it's know. just cause it, cause it is Leonardo DiCaprio. Like he right. was always just like, everybody wanted him. Okay. So here is every person that Leonardo DiCaprio has ever dated and spoiler. They were all under, they were all 25 and under. Mm. Um, so following his recent split, so this is like what brought it up most recently, his most recent split with Camilla Marone, everyone focused on the problematic similarities of his past relationships. So a Reddit user updated a visual graph um, called Leonardo DiCaprio refuses to date a woman his age. It brought the attention back to a startling fact that every relationship. Okay. Um, so here are all of them. So he's had a, Oh, okay. Like these, whoever writes these articles is fucking dumb. Okay. So in 1999, 24 year old Leonardo DiCaprio dated 18 year old Giselle. How do you say her last name? Bunchen? <laughs> is it like Tom Brady's wife? Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't know he dated Giselle. Yeah. They dated for five years. He should have just stayed with her. She's literally like a, still a supermodel. Right. Um, so he, yeah, so he was 24. She was 18. Um, obviously she's one of the most recognizable supermodels and she's married to Tom Brady. Um, and then in 2005, he, or 20 year old Israeli model Bar Raffaele dated 30 year old Leonardo DiCaprio until she turned 25. Oh, so these are like long relationships. It's not just like, like they, but they have to literally start quick- when they're 20 casual thing right um and then she she was uh, she was a host on the x factor israel she does not doing too much um (laughs) and then after his relationship with bar ended blake lively dated leonardo for only one year when he was 36 and she was 23 i wonder if that was literally gossip gossip girl that's what she would do yeah that's like what her gossip girl character would do that's interesting i love her I'm sure Georgina um, broke them up. I love this is how they describe Blake Lively. She's an accomplished actor starring in everything from the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants to Gossip Girl. <laughs> like those are the two things. And those are like not very far apart from each other. Like those no. like she that you could pick like a little bit more gritty. You that's know, what work I'm of saying. Hers. Yeah. That's fine. Um and then in 2012, um Victoria's Secret model Aaron Heatherton dated 37-year-old uh Leo for a hot minute when she was only 22. So he's like he's literally like a predator. <laughs> like literally. They're all like models. Yeah. Like he clearly has a type. Um after the split, okay. Uh Aaron she had a good modeling career, good for her. In 2013, 20-year-old fashion model and actor Tony Garn dated 38-year-old Leo for two years. Um, and then he split with Tony. And when 
Leo was 40, paired up with 25-year-old actor Kelly Rohrbach in 2015 for a brief encounter. Um, In 2016, 41-year-old Leo took time off acting to produce documentaries and dated 24-year-old Danish model Nina Ogdahl. That's He's when, a modelizer. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is weird. Um, that's when he won his first Academy Award for Best Actor in a Leading Role for The Reverend. And then, let's see. So the most recent relationship was with 21-year-old American model and actor Camilla Marone, ended in the summer of 2022 when he was 47 and she turned <sighs> 25. Oh, my gosh. Literally that's over weird. 20 years. I, you're 30 right now, and if you said, oh, I'm dating someone who's 25, I would be like, no, that's That's weird. too – like, I would yeah. not want that. No. Yeah. And you're literally Like, that's not that 45. big of an age difference, but, like, maturity level is so different. Like, Can so he's imagine? not in it – he's not in it for, like, any real connection. I don't think so. Can you imagine, like, him and Kate Winslet going to dinner with their significant others? And it's, like, Kate Winslet, whoever she's with, who's probably amazing – Leo and Normal his like twenty two year old person. Yeah, that's like, like it's embarrassing. It could literally be his daughter. Like yeah. it could be like people would be like, "Oh, you brought your like no." Mm, okay. So I would love to know who he dates next. Here we go. Maybe it'll be Kim K. It's literally going to be Olivia Rodrigo or something. It's going to be like, Northwest. Oh <laughs> <laughs> True Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> Luna Stevens. <laughs> now I'm just gonna name every celebrity child I know. Miles, poor Miles. <laughs> it's gonna be Serena Williams' little daughter, Olympia. No, this is making me out of like these. We can't put these children in this context. Well, it's funny because in this week's episode of um, House of the Dragon, you missed my recap of that, but that's fine. Um, it's I did like watch about it. this. Old, you watched it? The second Not episode? On, no, the first episode. Oh, okay. In the second episode, the king who's really old needs to remarry, and they try to get him to marry this like young girl. And she was like, I wouldn't have to bed you until I was 14. And it's like, oh, that's so rough. And it's like, that's literally what Leonardo DiCaprio does right now. So this was medieval times. Exactly. Oof. Men are trash. Get somebody your own age. Right. Like you're like, you can have anybody like he can have anybody he wants. But oh, he could literally anybody. How does he? You wonder like how he even seeks them out. Like, does he just go? Maybe he's invited to a lot of like events or something like you have to believe that they probably seek him out honestly i mean if that's his track record and you were a model and you were 22 i'd be like hey like oh i'll try one of three million my way she could do it i still think kendall's a lesbian i still think it's gonna yeah i think i think out of any of them like she could be i don't know yeah maybe it's exactly um can we okay so let's see here we have a few articles left we can talk about drake um i want to talk about serena williams and kind of the dichotomy between her and male athletes as this is her last tournament unfortunately um i did add the britney spears one in but i don't really it's it's just about her like and her kids are 
they're kind of at at odds, I think, or something. Like mm-hmm. something's happening where Kevin Federline's like pitting them against each other or something. And I I don't I just don't know how well Britney is doing post conservatorship. You know what I mean? And that's because of all these awful men in her life. Right. I mean, that's like the reason why a lot of this has happened. So do you want me to Have read you... this one? Sure. You can read whatever Brittany you want already... up to what next. Were gonna... What were you going to Have ask? you listened to her new song? Not really. Just a snippet. She's really not in it very much. No, she's not. Um, and when she is in it, she's behind him. Like her vocals are lower than her. You can tell it's her. I mean, she bit. has a distinct voice, but yeah. Um, I hope that pays her rent for the month. I don't know what the point of that was, but good for her, I guess. I mean, I guess that's a thing to collab with, Elton. 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 Okay, so. Britney Spears sends message to her children after son Jaden speaks out about their relationship. Um, Ahead of the premiere of a documentary chronicling their relationship, Britney Spears is sending a message to her two sons, Jaden and Sean Preston. Um, So Britney Spears has – oh, she returned to Instagram. Nearly a week after deleting her profile from the social media platform, the Hold Me Closer singer is back. (laughs) That's (laughs) not (laughs) – that's not her song. Like that's not Britney's song, but okay. Is back with a note penned to sons Sean Preston, sixteen, and Jaden, fifteen. I don't know why, but I would have thought they were older. Like I feel like she had them like so long ago. But she's only forty, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, Britney's message to her children comes hours after Daily Mail released a written excerpt from an upcoming documentary with her sons, along with their dad and his wife Victoria. In the quotes published ahead of the release, Jaden opened up about his relationship with his mom, saying that he thinks their bond can be fixed with time and effort. Now Brittany has responded to her son's wishes. I've tried my best at being the best person I can be, to be basically held hostage in homes under nurses and bullshit. Hmm. Um, She said, I hope my kids one day understand my reasoning. I send all the love in the world to you every day for the rest of your life. She said, my love for my children has no boundaries, and it deeply saddens me to know his outcry of saying I wasn't up to his expectations as a mother, and maybe one day we could meet face-to-face and talk about this openly. I completely understand your need to live with your father, as I had to play the perfect role for 15 years for absolutely nothing. Um, she's, uh, the Grammy winner spoke about her eldest son, Sean Preston, highlighting his love of music and art. Preston, I'm aware of your gift. I know you're a teacher in my life, and dear child, I'm a teacher for you as well. It's horrible to see your dad be a hypocrite and say the media is horrible, yet has you talking about personal matters to them. I hope you can look in the mirror and remember you are my child and always will be. Since Preston didn't speak, I send my love. I would love nothing more than to see you two face to face. Hmm. So she doesn't even see them. Mm-mm. Hmm. Um, let's see if there's anything else. Oh, they also talk about how um the kids did not attend um Britney's wedding. Um yeah. Jaden said it at this time it just wasn't a good time to go. I'm not saying that I'm not happy for her. I'm really happy for them, but she didn't invite the whole family. And then if it was just going to be me and Preston, I just didn't see how that situation would have ended on good terms. Mm. During the sit-down, it airs September oh, it aired today. Um Jaden also has a, a direct message for his mom. Um, he said, I love you a lot. I hope for the best for you. Maybe one day we can sit down like this and talk again. Hmm. So interesting. It just feels sad. Yeah, it's it's a sad 
sad situation. I mean, you like you. I guess we don't see those situations where like kids go with their dad. You know. Yeah. Right. So it must have been just not a great, not a great time. Well, I'm not sure she can take care of anybody but herself right now, which is good. But it's like these are such formative years for them, like they're teens and. Mm-hmm. Just feels like they don't have the greatest relationship in the world. Right. So when they're um, just like growing up and resenting her, I, and I'm sure they were told, you know, they're kids, like they were lies. told a different yeah. story, yeah, about the whole thing. I mean, I'm not saying like Britney's a saint, but like I, I agree, she, she should be was able to wronged. see her kids. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Um, that whole time okay. I was looking up what Grammy she won because you said Grammy Award winner. I was like, she won a Grammy. In 2005, she won uh, for Best Dance Recording for Toxic. That's her one Grammy. Oh, wow. Dance Recording. She was nominated for Best New Artist in 2000, but she didn't win. Let's see who won. Um, Anyway, feel bad for Brittany. I wish, you know, I wish, um, I wish people could just, you know, come together and help each other out, but who knows? Um... Christina Aguilera beat her out 2000 best new artist oh, Grammy. Wow. Interesting. Like what's They Christina always pick the weirdest ones for best new artist Megan Trainer. Grammy's new BFF. I Megan Trainer and you know her album's coming out on October 21st. Oh really? Uh-huh. Another one. Uh-huh. Who? Big day. Megan Trainer. Megan Trainer. Carly, Carly Rae Jepsen and Taylor. Yeah, they need to push those. Honestly, I would push it a week or do a week before yeah. or something. We watched Spy Kids the other night. <laughs> so Did you I just do your it. line, Juanita. Uh, Juanita, Sky Brava Cortez. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get it's into. So um, let's just skip to Serena, can we? Um, yes, I'm not. Do I, did you send me an article? Yeah, it's called, it's her. called. Oh, here's, here's everyone the cheering one. on Serena Williams. I got gotcha. you. Yep. Okay. So here's everyone cheering on Serena Williams from her star studded us open box from tiger woods to Anna Wintour. Oh my yeah. God. Anna was cool. there first night. That's, that's pretty cool. They're good friends. I think. Um, I don't know who Alexis Ohanian is. That's, Do you? That's her husband. Oh. Do you want to read? Is there some intro text at the top where I can give a little intro? Yeah, you get. There is no intro. Te- it just goes into the people. So you go right. So ahead. a few weeks ago, Serena Williams had a cover Vogue cover article, and I think it's for September. And um, uh oh, Randy said that there might be rain during the wedding. Great. Um, it's like rain on, on your, your wedding, wedding day. day. So if you haven't looked at the Vogue article, I.e., it's so good, it's so cute. On the front, she's like in the on it uh, on the beach, like in this blue dress, and then you flip the other corner and you can see her daughter holding the end of the dress. And basically, the article she gave an exclusive to Vogue because her and Anna are good friends. That after the U.S. Open, she's retiring from tennis, not because she wants to but because she wants to have another kid and she's found it really difficult to be a mother and keep up her professional athleticism. And she had a few quotes in there that were, one was like, 
I wouldn't be announcing my retirement if I was a man right now because I could like get somebody else to have a child and be just fine. But I just feel like she's struggled a little bit since she's had her since she's had Olympia and she's just not winning as much as she wants to be. So we're all rooting for for Serena. Her and Venus came back as doubles last night and they did lose in the first round, unfortunately, but still good for them to be reunited. I mean, they're both over 40. So like it's that's I never realized they like played together. That's cool. They did. They've won. I think they've won the U.S. Open before together, but they don't always play together. Venus has been playing more mixed doubles where she plays with a male partner. Um, And she's Venus actually has been to the most Grand Slams out of anyone. Ninety one Grand Slams in her career, which is more than Serena, more than any of the men. So she's really she just shows. What's a Grand Slam? The four big tournaments in tennis, French Open, Wimbledon, U.S. Open. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I didn't so those four big ones. Um, and so if you win all four of them in a year, you get it's called the Grand Slam. Um, so uh, we're rooting for Serena. She's on tonight for round three. She did. She was not supposed to win in round two because she was up against this number two mm-hmm. seeded person and she beat her, which is great. So she's on, doing great. She has 400 diamonds in her Nike shoes. Like we're just hoping that she has a great uh, final tournament here. So I think these are some of the people and it's her relationships interesting because her husband's like really wealthy, the founder of Reddit. And so um, she's actually going to, she started like a venture capital firm, Serena Ventures. So she just rang the bell at the New York stock exchange before she started oh, wow. um, the U S open this week. So talk about I mean, a businesswoman special. She's just going to be making her money into more money. So hopefully she like, I hope, hoping she likes does a nonprofit or something where like, you know. Yeah, that literally sounds like she's literally just trying to have a big ass corporation. And she hasn't, she has a lot of money. He has a lot of money. Like they have a lot of money. So I'm sure um, she'll have some kind of charitable yeah. part of it. I don't know. You know, the thing that I'm always kind of eh about is that they are, um jehovah's witnesses and so that does kind of oh, sit yeah, weirdly you, with me yeah or there's i think they're Williams religion. yeah i remember you are like mormon no not mormon it's some sort of yeah they're jehovah's witnesses so it's kind of and they don't you know um they don't necessarily act in public like i would like I would do if I was a superstar. Like I think that they have religious reasons for doing some of the things that they do. I don't know. Whatever. Jehovah's like they don't Witnesses vote. have strange beliefs. They like don't believe yeah. in birthdays. Right. They don't celebrate birthdays. Like no holidays, nothing. No. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just like, can we not do fake it, That is a religions? weird. Do you think she goes door to door? Book of Mormon. Like Book she comes up and you're like, Witnesses. oh my gosh, Serena Williams, what are you doing? Well, that's here? why she She's has to like, retire. I'd like to she tell you about all Jesus the doors. Christ. Yeah. I'd yeah. Like, have you accepted Jesus into your life? So who else has <laughs> been there to support her? I know Tiger Woods has been there. Her husband, obviously, her daughter. Anna um, her mom, Tiger Woods. Yeah, Anna Wintour. That is wow. She is the most. She's the classiest woman on the planet. Anna. Her hair. It's just like, mushroom. And the sunglasses. It's... I think her first night, the night that your friend was there, I, um, Gail King gave like a tribute to her that night. Oh, okay. Um. Oh, the Hadid sisters? Yeah, I saw them. 
Um, Spike Lee. <laughs> okay. The singer Seal. Jared no Leto. Idea. Oh. Dionne Warwick. Hell yeah. Get on Twitter tweeting <laughs> Love it. Love her. Um, Mike Tyson. Thank goodness Ego Odom's still going to be on SNL. I don't think the... Okay, the rest of these, I don't think we're specifically in that box. It was just like others who have watched. Or maybe good. they we were. I don't know. That. Oh, Bill Clinton. He, oh, he was there with the sex therapist. Did you see that? Mm-mm. Oh, mm-hmm. he's strange. He's awful. Um, Rebel Wilson. Ugh. Vera Wang. Ouch. Ashley Graham. Hugh Jackman. Wow, like casual. You, well, yeah, he just went after Broadway. I think that's the end of the... Yeah, he just like I, finished up his show. I like seeing... Like Wimbledon has a lot of celebrities that go to, but theirs are like Kate Middleton. Like our, I think ours are a little bit more interesting, but that's fine. For us so anyway, specifically. We're rooting for Serena. She is like the one of the greatest ten, tennis players of all time, if not the best. And um, she definitely... You know, tennis is definitely a, still a male-dominated, but I think it's more even more equitable than any other sport in my opinion like female and male tennis you pretty much people go to watch serena you know what i mean like people don't usually go to watch like women's soccer as much as men's soccer but i think in tennis people really do go to watch women so that's good supporting them what do you what do you think about the upswing of pickleball i think it's kind of annoying personally and i don't think you know for me and for younger people, I don't understand why you don't just play tennis because it's the same thing. It's just a smaller court. If I was 60, maybe I would play pickleball, but it's like, I don't really. I'm just curious. It's just, inter- it's become like a very like cultural thing, you know? I would but I agree with you. Why wouldn't you just play chuggy. tennis? Yeah, it's a little chugster. It's a little chugster. Yeah, I would just I play know. tennis. I don't know, because you have to find like a pickleball court and like different rackets and stuff. I just think it's easier for people to play tennis. But Well, I was literally – well, since I'm being told that I need to play a sport, I was like, what about tennis? Like I feel like I could yeah. handle tennis, and that was not an acceptable answer. He's like, you can play tennis with someone. I don't know. He said because he's not good at it. I was like, oh, are you afraid to Well, then you can be get better at me? it. Yeah. Right. Also, I'll tell you one thing. If he's the worst person on world on, in the world, you're worse than him. I you are not coordinated enough to be good at tennis. What am I coordinated enough to be good at? Nothing. I'm just saying it's not like he's it's not like you're going to be smoking him on the court. Like it's you're going to be just No. Fine. I literally <laughs> would be smoking on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess the takeaway, well, and I maybe that comment goes into our unpopular opinion about men. Today about men, yeah. Like, fuck off. What do you mean? I need a sport. Leave I'm me 30 alone. years old. Like, my sport is literally drinking wine, and and you do. You're athletic. I anyway. I don't even want to get into it, but um, no, it's. I just feel like some. I mean, you were like, but also you wouldn't say that. It's like you were raised an athlete. Like, you're an athlete. Who, me? You, yeah. Yeah, but we always did sports for more of the social aspect. Like, I was never really that good at anything, but, like, we were, like, we did it to, like, have friends, and, like, that was our social circle. I think for him, like, since he did rowing, and rowing is very – it's, like, a very culty sport. Like, the more I keep hearing, it's, like, a very, like – I don't know. Like, whatever. Anyway. 
Row, row, row your boat. <laughs> so I think men are canceled in 2022, and that's the end of my opinion. That's our unpopular opinion. All suck. Hate them. Terrible. <laughs> Burn them at the stake. Um. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm just see you tomorrow. Close out of my tab. Yeah, Kev, see ya. I I have a homework assignment for you. Oh God. Post on the Instagram. Oh shoot. <laughs> Find something see to post. I see if see if I can get around to that. You can even do a story. Roundabout. It doesn't matter. Oh, just a story, just a casual. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's. I'm gonna get one of those notifications. That's the worst pod posted after a long time. I was wondering if you were gonna get a notification because I like edited Kush's pictures and like posted it. I was oh. like, I don't know how quickly that goes, but did you post it? No, like when you like post it oh. and then hurry up and delete it. I was like, I wonder if you're gonna get a notification and be like, no. oh, what did I eat post? <laughs> I don't think it's that quick. I... Okay. Okay. I'm just that into myself. Okay. Um let's wrap let's wrap her up. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um we you should follow us on our social media at that's the worst pod on Instagram and at that's the worst underscore on Twitter. Um and we're Kevin IE. That was literally the worst. Bye. Have a great long weekend, everybody. Men's yeah, everybody. Up. Yeah.